Welcome to season three of the Student Leadership Podcast. We are so glad that you are joining us again. We wanted you to know that the first six episodes of this season were recorded live in our studio at Lead the Generation Conference 2022. We had incredible guests that joined us for the conference, and so we decided to bring him right on to the Student Leadership Podcast. And if you missed the conference, go to our website, leadthegeneration.com, to get access to over 48 hours worth of incredible content. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, we're here. Season three. Oh, here we are. If you're not watching the video, all the boys crammed on this little couch. Just all of us together. We're going to get yeah. close and personal. Yeah. I was waiting for you to say all the usual suspects. Because that's oh. like your line. That's yeah. what you typically Well, we are. It is the usual suspects here. This is where, in case you're not familiar with the podcast, which pause. Why? Yeah, why? Why have you not gone on Apple or life? Spotify and downloaded them? That's okay. We'll forgive you. We'll give you a pass. This is your introduction. What we do is an overtime episode. It's basically like you just got invited to our small group where we break down the content and we hold each other accountable, ask good questions, and have really a discussion around John's amazing teaching. Jordan, I just realized something. For some of our longtime viewers of the podcast, yeah. our listeners, longtime listeners of yes. the podcast, this might be the first time they're seeing our faces. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> the magic's gone I'm not right my here. The magic is it's gone. gone. I'm sorry to disappoint wow. you all. <laughs> no. This oh, is, wow. And, and in case you forgot, we are recording post-midnight. We're, we're approaching 1 a.m. now oh, at this goodness. point in time. So, yeah. So, we might not look our best, but hopefully yeah, 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 yeah. I'm feeling, I'm feeling fired up, fired up from I'm some of that ready content. to go. We had okay. a great episode with John Zick to kick Fantastic. off season three. Um, and if you're not familiar with John, go back and listen to that first episode oh, of season sure. three. So and you can also go back to actually the very beginning of the whole podcast, season one. He was our first guest. So that's kind of cool that we oh, kicked it wow. off. I thought yeah, you were right. going to say, and listen through all of those and then get, and, and then get, like, yeah. Do you know, I just met a student a couple weeks ago. Oh, here we go. I was, I was traveling. I was up in, in, um, in Massachusetts uh, doing a booking and she came up to me and she was just like, I want you to know I have listened to every single episode oh, wow. of the Student Leadership Podcast. I love it. I listen yes. to it when I'm working out. I listen to it when I'm when I'm you know doing stuff at school, and you know it was really it was actually pretty cool. It was like oh, I'm like man. you're like the reason we do this. Right? Yes, yeah. nice. yes. Okay, That's so awesome. um, so Aaron, you and I talked to John yeah. just a second ago, yep. and had some awesome reflections and uh, just phenomenal. But I'd like to just pitch it to Caleb or Colin, just <laughs> big picture. What was one of your takeaways of something that John said? Oh man, this is difficult. We normally have at least like a half hour to think about this. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> true, true. I'm just going. Oh gosh. Okay, his thing that he talked about with like. Uh, God's okay with the process. Because mm. I loved, whenever I hear this like whole doer hearer thing, I immediately take that and just get really intense with it of like, I'm either one or the other. Like, which one am I? And him saying that idea of like, you don't have to get up on like the lunchroom table and like start like immediately just preaching to the people around you, I think is so helpful because that was legitimately what I tried to do. I was homeschooled, so there was no lunch table. But like, <laughs> I like I tried like your mom? no <laughs> mom, listen. That's hilarious. No, there was I remember there was one time in youth group they were like, listen, if somebody needs healing, go and like pray for them. And I did that. I went to the mall and there was some lady sitting in a wheelchair and I was like, Can I pray for you? And she was like, 
no. And I was like, dang it. And I <laughs> You're was supposed like, to say yes. I know. And then she got up a few minutes later, not because like she was healed. She was literally just sitting there in like the actual. Yeah. So just, uh, yeah, that was just nice. Like reminding that like, it's okay if you're hearing that and you're like, crap, like I am just like big imposter or whatever. Just knowing like, yeah, like it's a process yeah. and it's okay. You don't have to immediately be like, I'm changing my whole life right now. Like, but just realizing what are the, what's one step I can take today towards that. Oh, yeah. let me jump in there. So what did it look like for you as a student? What was one step? Well, uh, you know, not finding people in malls and wheelchairs. Um, that was one step. <laughs> that was, no. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, one step I had to do was I said for a while, I'm just going to read one chapter of the Bible every day. And that Simple, was, it was really, practical. but that was difficult because there'd yeah. be times where it'd be like, it was like 1150 and I'm like, I got to just read one chapter. Yeah. I can't tell you anything of what some of those chapters were because sometimes it was like Lamentations 11 and I'm like, God, please give me something out of this. Yeah. But it was like just building the habit is what did more than anything. That's yes. the key yeah. to what you just said. You built the habit, you built yeah. the discipline. And that I think that's one of the the myths, so to speak, of, of Bible reading. Yep. Is if if you go into Bible reading student uh, students that are listening or or even you know leaders that are listening, uh, this might be applicable to you or just some, or just a thought for you when you're coaching and, and discipling students. If you go into Bible reading with the thought of I'm always going to get something unbelievably deep and profound yeah. out of every moment that I read the Bible, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you'll find yourself so frustrated that you'll just stop reading. Yeah. So I just love what you just said there where you're just like, sometimes I honestly didn't get anything out of it, but I, but I was building discipline. You know, it's just, it's no different sure. than like going to the gym and saying, I'm going to do this particular exercise and I'm going to commit to doing this. And, you know, yeah. I'm, and, and I don't necessarily always feel or see the results, mm. but I'm building the yeah. discipline. Colin, something I've learned about you over this podcast oh, gosh. is that you, you're you a pretty intense dude. Dude, yeah. Like when I hear your stories about youth group, you were uh, I was like a different person back then, man. 10 out of 10. No, but that's, I did not, uh, I did not know that about you until yeah. this podcast. Like all your examples are you just like full sending Colin, it. Colin, it doesn't work. Colin it chasing ladies work. in wheelchairs out of every mall you're, in the Pittsburgh area. You're like the mega oh, doer. I was like the not doer at all. Caleb, real quick over yeah. to you and then we. Yeah. We can we can talk about some other things. Um, your big takeaway from from what John said, I thought what he said about how we have by accident created this culture of just consumerism, and especially when he was talking about altar calls and response moments during services, about how like whenever there is a moment of silence, we start to feel a little bit uncomfortable. Mm. Yeah, and I know I feel that every single time. Like if the transition isn't perfect, yeah. If it's like, all right, we're done singing, and then point seven three seconds later, the speaker starts talking and leading us onto another prayer moment. That's what makes it feel like a powerful altar call, powerful prayer moment, yeah. is when things are just going boom, 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 next, next, next. And so I, I don't I, that that really stuck to me. And then the other thing was kind of almost like devil's advocate question because like we were talking about how like things like our podcasts, mm -hmm. people are just consuming, consuming, and then they're going to another leadership podcast. Oh, so video. are we the and I'm problem? Like, are we Ooh. part of the problem? <laughs> Should we stop recording right now? Yeah. And I don't End know. Stream I don't know. Right where's here. the balance? I guess the balance is. Our podcast is the good one, and stop listening <laughs> to the other ones. Wait, but I, I do have a reason that I think that our podcast 
is angled towards not that problem. I could be wrong. And it's a little bit wanky to like to say, here's why what I'm doing is so good. But I think this right here is so hyper-focused on us applying it. There is an entire different section that is like, please do not just listen to this, where we are now saying, okay, good stuff. What do we do? And I don't think it, right. being a part of this for a year now, I don't think we just are like, this was so good. This was so good. This was so good. We typically ask, Hey, Colin, you know, how do you apply this in your life? Aaron, how have you done or not done this well before? So I think there's some I, element where it's a little bit different. I've actually had had listeners that I've, again, that I've run into just while traveling. I've had listeners say to me, there are times where I get more out of the overtime episode than I get out of the initial interview just because of the focus on application. Yeah. Which is, I think, the reason why we decided after season one, like, let's do, let's change it up. Okay. Right, because we because because this is like if you if you listen to all that but you don't don't do anything about it then it doesn't really matter. Okay, shouldn't yeah. this inform then the way that all of us who are listening to this podcast who want to be ministry leaders? This should inform the way we write small groups. This should inform the way we mm -hmm. preach our sermons, the yeah. way we structure our events, everything. Because if it's just content, 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 okay, have a good day. Have we not just kind of contributed to that problem? We have. We have, and, I, and, I, and, you know, consumerism in an American culture, um, we're Americans. If you're watching from a different country because you're, you're watching the online conference stream or if you're a listener to the podcast and you're listening from a different country, you know, that might not be as prevalent in your area. But here in America, consumerism is incredibly prevalent yeah. where this, everything about is just consume, 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 um, and also produce, produce, produce so that someone else can consume. Yeah. Right. And so this is where we lack oftentimes as American believers yeah. depth hmm. because we don't apply and you can't get depth without application. So that, right. That, so I'll, I'll use a real preacher phrase now. It's, it's not the, it's not the revelation of God's word. It's the application of God's word that brings, it's not, yeah. let, let me, let me, let me say it right. I messed it up. No, no, I got you. It's not, it's not the revelation that brings transformation. It's the application. Yeah. That was even better. The <laughs> <laughs> second time around, yeah. a little better. Let's go. Yeah, right. I just dropped that at, at oh, one boy. in the morning. Wow. Yeah, dude. Dang. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that, that makes me think that I should actually have a brief teaching, you know, like, oh, here's what the Bible says. But then maybe the most majority of the time in my small groups should not be, keep going, Jordan. Mm. Pop off. Ooh, so good. <laughs> yeah. But it should probably be more like, okay, let's talk about how we how we make this happen. Yeah. Um, mm. Because that's where transformation is actually going to take okay, place. Okay, so how did you guys process the, the whole section of the interview with John? Um, and again, if you're listening to the podcast and you didn't, you know, you didn't, you didn't listen to that um, episode of the interview with him. You should go back and listen to that first or all those questions really won't make a lot of sense. But John, John kind of talked a little bit about solitude, silence, starting every day with just asking that question, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do today? And we, and we talked a little bit about like the fear that can be there or the awkwardness of the silence. Caleb, you just mentioned that a minute ago. But like, how did you guys process that? How are you trying – how have you tried to apply mm -hmm. like that spiritual discipline of solitude and silence? How, how is it? Do you, are you good at that? Are you terrible at that? Like, yo, I okay. I was talking to my friend about this recently because he was like, and you know, Jordan to the extremes of who I am. He was like, dude, you should go to like a monastery and like just have a week where you don't do anything. And I was like, 
You, okay. Um, <laughs> and I was like... Like, that sounds well, terrible, actually. But. I, no. Really? That actually <laughs> <sounds> horrible. <laughs> no, are you I'm kidding me? <laughs> I literally, I was just like, maybe I like that. Oh, that's, that's interesting. But I had said to him, I was like, here's the deal. Whenever I am quiet, my inclination is to fall asleep. Like, whenever I've... And I've had it before where I sit down to pray. I'm like, I'm just going to be quiet. And then I wake up an hour later and I'm like... <laughs> Dang. You're like, well, I was quiet for an hour. I was like, I literally, I'm just <laughs> like, but like, but legitimately he's, he's talking to me about it. And he's like, oh, why is that a problem? Like, why is that a problem? You fall asleep. I'm like, like was late to work. But other than that, like there's actual moments whenever we're not even like stopping enough that there are those times when I've been just silent and realizing like, I've got such a close friend here that is legitimately recognizing Colin, the thing you need the most right now is just to sleep. Like, yeah. It is so amazing how much your relationship builds intimacy whenever there's silence. And I've, yeah. I've heard people say this of like, if you're like uncomfortable with somebody like in a room and it's quiet, like you're not close with that person. If you're able to be alone in somebody, like alone with somebody in a room and you're able to be quiet, like that just shows how close you are to them. Yeah. And it's awkward whenever you're not close and you're quiet. Yeah. I, it's not awkward whenever you're like actually close to him. Colin, I'm going to ask you to not use the word sleep again in the podcast because it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be a trigger word Whoa. for me right now. <laughs> Everyone listening just yawned as well. And if you're not, you're going to. Okay, I, I want to say this. I actually don't think I would blame the church for our relationship with God struggling in those moments because that I think that's an American problem. Like I think when people are bored now, we will go to our phones. I think when people are bored, it's like, I can't just sit and do nothing. I think I said this on the podcast before. I remember my mom used to say, it's good to be bored. And I was like, mm. I, I hate that. I was yeah, so annoyed. You never understood yeah. that when you were But a kid. I actually yeah. agree. Right. I'm like, oh yeah, like the idea of being bored is is not terrible. Moving that to a spiritual perspective, it is, it is awkward. And sometimes I'm even learning, like I love praying to worship music. I don't need to. Mm. I don't need to bump worship music to pray. You know what though? My prayers are a little yeah, more right. awkward. But let me They're say a little more clunky. But, but, <laughs> but if you're a student listening right now and you're like, there's no way I would be able to pray without like the music setting the tone, that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Be there. But I would challenge you as a as a as a friend, as a listener of the podcast, as a pastor, I would challenge you to grow <laughs> in your ability to pray or to listen without having to have music. Yeah. Right. And I'm not saying music's bad, um, but I just know that um, if I'm listening to too much worship music, I'm I'm actually doing more listening and enjoying the music than yeah. I am actually praying. Right. Mm. Right. And and then and John even mentioned this a little bit too, because John does camps in the summer and I do a lot of camps in the summer as well. And um, we've created a culture in our camps in, in particular where kids just sing and sing and sing and sing and sing. And that's great, but we're not always teaching them how to pray. Mm. Right? And and so you do have to grow through that, students. You do have to mature from the point where you always need the emotion yeah. or the feeling yeah. in order to bring you to a place where you're ready and willing to pray. Dang. Mm -hmm. Right? Now, it's okay if you're there right now. Just don't stay there, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Like, get to the point where it's like, I don't need a song in order to get me in the mood to quote God's word or to pray or to be in God's presence or to just simply sit in silence and listen to his voice. I did um mm -hmm. I did a camp December one of I mean I'm like a rookie as rookie gets when it comes to these things. And Aaron, you actually coached me through that a lot, you know, and you mm -hmm. sat and watched me lead the altar. And then, you know, that was a lot of your advice to me. Hey, 
don't, don't be afraid of the silence, the awkwardness. You don't need to talk the whole time. There are times to coach. There's time to sit back. And, and it did change the altar significantly when yeah. I did that. By the way, just shout out, man. Such a great mentor and, and so thankful for you. Um, kind of shifting here, a question that I've just been thinking is we, we're talking about sol- solitude and silence. Remember, we're talking about being doers of the word. Yeah. And we felt like that one of the things that we do, solitude and silence, that's where he kind of downloads to us the things we are supposed to do. But I think there are other disciplines that can be established in our life that help us to be doers of the word, maybe even a little more practical rather than that big overarching idea of, you know, get alone with God. What are some habits that you guys have found are good cornerstone habits Mm. in your life that when you're doing this, it helps you to be more of a doer and less of a consumer? Oh, mm. okay. This is, I know that we could go in a ton of different directions here. This one for me, um, I need to take criticism. Ooh. I don't like, and I, a lot of the, a lot of the doing things that we like read about in the scripture, like I could list off like, yeah, pray for people when you see them. Yeah. yeah. Help people that are poor and sick. I legitimately a practical one that like I see with a lot of students that they don't actually engage with is listening to other people that have things that they want to speak into your life that are challenging, that are going to feel yeah. like a critique on your character. Mm. Like the conversations of like, hey, you need to show up to things on time. Your word needs to mean something. Those conversations mm. suck. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I legitimately, I've had these conversations where yeah. I like, um, like, and I, I love my boss so much. She's had conversations with me of like, hey, don't, don't say it like that. Don't talk like that. Don't communicate like that. And I'm like, how dare you? Yeah, I'm, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> then, like, I'm perfect. I like come back to it. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like she was right. Yeah, yeah like yeah. you have youth pastors right now, and you probably have youth leaders, and I nobody wants to hear this. You have parents right now. Not the parents. Yeah, not the parents. No, yeah. You have people right now that are above you that God's speaking through. Mm. And most of the time, we're not going to want to listen to those people. That is a yeah. good habit. And that like habit. being in a place where like you're like, and not just saying like, I'd be okay with that of habitually saying when somebody has something they need to tell me that is going to improve something, my attitude is going to be, all right, cool. I'm going to listen and I'm going to submit. And that's, you have to put yourself in that frame of mind. Like I legitimately have to tell myself ahead of time of whatever they're going to say to me, I'm going to, as long as it does not like, clash with my morals and my ethics which 90 percent of the time it won't like these are the things that like i've seen students just get offended of like they were yelling at me because like they said i was late and the actual reality of the situation was they just told you like hey can you show up on time yeah yeah, yeah. and like they like get like no like flipped out about i love that you shared that i also love that you just shared like it's, it's not easy Oh, it's terrible at first. Yeah, it's it terrible. gets it gets easier yeah. as you start like dying to yourself more. It gets easier, but it doesn't mean that it will ever be. You'll ever get to a point where it's like, oh yeah, I love criticism. It's, I thrive no. on. Yeah, you know. <laughs> please tell me what's wrong with <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah, no. But yeah. I, I think that sometimes we, be, we we beat ourselves up emotionally because we we feel like oh like I must be something wrong with me because I even struggle with this. Mm. No, you're you're wrestling, and that's yeah. good. Yeah. That's good. What what was you, what was yours, Caleb? Honestly, I forgot what the question was. Oh, it was it was, <laughs> it was cornerstone habits. Um, we talked about so- solitude and silence, but yeah. what habits have you found help you to be more of a doer rather than a consumer? 
more of a doer than a consumer. Can I go and then you can? You think? can go. I I just I'm like it's I'm late. like loading. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's buffer. Slow. It's slow. Yeah. It's, it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's here's mine. I did it. Oh I did it in high school, and it's actually so cheesy. And I don't care if you think it's cheesy. <laughs> who it who are you talking to? The camera, dude. Like, <laughs> you like, I'm really selling it to yeah. him right now. Well, I just don't want to criticize because it's cheesy. Oh, like, God. Right? And, and I started to do this more. I took the fruit of the spirit, love, joy, peace, patience, kind, and I put them in my planner. And at the time, I had a physical planner. Not the physical planner. Now I use it on my phone. But I took love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and I assigned them to various days or weeks. And every day, so I took a scripture, I put it literally on my calendar, and that week I was like, I'm going to try and show love. I'm going to try and show joy, peace. It actually started to work. I got in a habit where it's like, it's the week of patience, and what do you know? I had to be patient. (laughs) It was like, oh, it's working. (laughs) This is nuts. So actually sometimes a way that I can be a doer is if a verse, I'm like, oh, that's so good. You know, that's what we say as Christians. Mm. Wow, that's so good, man. So good. (laughs) The so good verses, I would actually like throw them in a calendar and and for, you know, five days in a row and try and live out that verse. Like it's literally in my calendar. So taking scripture and actually putting it in my schedule. I know that sounds kind of off, but man, it, it like kind of helps you to actually do the dang thing. Yeah. And when you do the dang thing, you start to feel excited and feel momentum. So for me, I still do that. If there's a point in a sermon that I feel ministered to or whatever, mm. put it somewhere next week and try and live it out. I feel like yeah. you just named this episode, Do Uh-oh. the Dang Thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know if I was allowed to uh, say that. 1 a.m. vibes, 1 a.m. vibes. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, Caleb, are you still buffering or do you want me, do you want me to almost, go? I'm almost there. Okay, um, I'll, I'll, I, I think for me... Uh, maybe it's less of a a habit. Maybe it's more of a challenge. Mm, let's um, go. I think I, I realized maybe a year ago at this point, and I think this is – yeah, I think this applies. Um, I, I Basically, I think I realized that I was in almost a Christian bubble mm. with for like all of my relationships. And so for me, the doing part was, all right, I'm, I need to try and meet some people who are – not just like me, mm. you know, growing up in church, growing up at a Christian school, um, not going to any sort of secular university or anything like that. And then having basically only ministry related jobs yeah. up to this point in my life, I kind of realized like there, there's, there's no way for me to almost apply these things that I'm learning because everyone else is trying to also apply these same things. And we're also all here in the same, like we're in the same group. Um, So one thing that I've been challenged to do is honestly, just be more like you, Jordan, like, like extroverted, you know, because uh when I'm in the drive through (laughs) or when I'm getting my hair cut or I like normally for me, it's just, all right, I'm just going to be quiet. Let them do the thing. Mm. It's going to be awkward because I don't know what to say. And I'm just going to let it happen. Let's try and get this done as quick as possible. Um, but I've been challenged to be more of a doer and like the, hey, build a relationship with this wow. person. Yeah. Find whatever you can to relate to them. I, I I found out that my barber plays golf every couple of months. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. I love to play golf every week. So I, I'll talk to you about this a little bit. That's great. Maybe we'll talk about sports. I don't know. But just trying to build bridges and relationships with people who are not in the same circle and season of life. Okay, as I am. here first of all, love that. What a phenomenal example. And here's what I hear 
in your specific, you very much applied that. What I heard for Caleb to be a doer meant I have to get uncomfortable. Ooh, he took, yeah, he took, okay, if I'm going to share my faith, <laughs> if all my friends are pastors, I'm not sharing my faith right. with them. You know, if I'm going to give a reason for the hope that I have at all times, well, if everyone already, you know, knows that I'm a Christian, I, I can't quite do that. So you made yourself, yes, you, you know, you are more friendly now or you did whatever you did. But what I, what I really hear is that you said, I'm willing to become uncomfortable yeah. to be a doer. And that is scary yeah. and feels a little like, ooh, because it's one thing to hear Caleb say it, you know, oh, wow, good for Caleb. It's another to think, what is God calling you to that could be uncomfortable? Yeah, yeah I I think the, um, the area that I'm trying to grow, and you asked the question like cornerstone, I, and I wouldn't call this a cornerstone for me right now, but I, I, it's like, I really want to grow in this area. And I felt it even when John, when we were interviewing John, he was talking about just, just listening, just silence, just listening. Mm-hmm. And, um, I actually had my therapist say this to me a couple months ago. Um, you know, we, we lost a friend of the, of the lead the gen fam this year and it has been hard. And so just, just real talk. I mean, I've been wrestling for months with a lot of grief and, um, but my therapist said to me, you need to learn to just be silent and listen. And that's been really hard for me because typically I, I want to listen to music and then through the music, I want to, you know, have my relationship with God. And so just listening, but I was reminded when John was when saying, just ask the question, Holy Spirit, what do you want me to do today? Um, the best moments in my life, hands down, have, have been the moments where I was listening, Jesus told me to do something, and I, and I took the step of faith to do it. Yeah. You know, now that sometimes that's wild. Sometimes the things he says are crazy. Sometimes the steps of faith you take are nuts. Yeah. But I can point to very specific things now, just as a way to encourage listeners. Like the fact that there's a student leadership podcast was just a moment of listening. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. we should do this. You know, the fact that there's lead the generation, same thing. You know, like, so so for me, just, you know, for me, those are some of the, like the moments of my life I'd point to. I was like, man, this is really cool to see like what God's doing. But it all started with moments of listening and I still oftentimes uh, will find myself in situations in my life where I'm just like, Jesus, I don't know what to do. You're going to have to tell me what to do today because I'm not mm-hmm. exactly sure. And if you'll just pause and listen, you know, he wants to talk to us, right? Yeah. And so, man, I'm I'm definitely trying to grow in that area even more so. That's amazing. And thank you for your vulnerability, yeah. too. I think you yeah, modeled man. that excellently for us. Um, I, I, I just felt like I should say this for any student listening. I think hearing Aaron, hearing Aaron you say, Oh, well, actually, even lead the generation or the student leadership podcast was like a step of faith. You know, I, I, I'm doing what God called me to. I think they can kind of feel like that that's a big thing. And so that's cool. And so, of course, you would want to do that. Mm-hmm. But I know because, you know, we're friends and you're a mentor to me. I know that that was a scary thing for you at the time. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I think everyone listening, I know that you, you know, hear God calling you to lead worship and Hillsong that's, that's in the thousands. Yeah, yeah, what, yeah, what I'm going right? to say is also make sure you also listen when he tells you to forgive your parents yeah. or repent of your sin because those are a lot less glamorous. You know, you yeah. hear that and it's like, oh, I maybe I'll do the thing when God calls me to the yeah, masses. Right, right, right. It's like, right. well, I think he's also calling you to some yeah. smaller, more uncomfortable things too. What were you going to say? 
I forget. Okay, it's one. Yeah, I have one more question. Do we have time for one more question? Yeah, 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 yeah. We can fly through it. Yeah. Okay. And and I don't know how to word this, and I'm just gonna send it because it's one a.m. Do it. Um, part of being a doer, and I want us to model this. Is you know what is God calling you? Let's be specific because maybe students will hear mm-hmm. their stories in us. What's a big a big do? <laughs> what's a big? <laughs> no, it's a big do. Oh, wow. There it is. Oh, wow. I know. There it is. What's, yeah, that's the, the name of the podcast. <laughs> that's no. the name of the podcast. We have the big do. You can no. vote. Vote on our Instagram story. Okay. What is what is something that you feel like God is calling you to do in this season? You don't need to preach because we're limited on time. But maybe maybe. Walk that out. What's something you're called to do? Can I go first yeah. and then I'll let you guys end? I, I just want to say I always love it when Jordan asks what he knows is a really great question. And then he's like, let me go first. Yeah, it's like softball. <laughs> home run. Yeah, man, I could pitch to myself too. Okay. Slam, a walk off. I thought it was giving you time. Okay, I'll go fast. <laughs> I'll go fast. My life when I get busy kind of goes into chaos and I've allowed myself to sometimes have a messy house, not take care of my small disciplines, but it's for God. It's a busy week. I, and I feel like if God's really calling me to something, he wants me to do it in totality and not like, you know, take up my cross, Jordan, and Mm. but also your house is a mess. Your room is a mess. (laughs) You're not present with your wife. So I felt like a big being a doer of the word is not just my public ministry, kicking butt and taking names, but my private relationship with God and my private devotional life. And I feel very convicted that two weeks ago, he spoke that to me. And so I'm trying to just nail those small disciplines. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think for me, it's just the story that I shared earlier about building relationship with other people who are not like myself and not in the same circle as I am. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, right now I need to rest because that is it is so hard for me to legitimately just stop. And not just uh especially whenever you're doing ministry work, it's really easy of like, oh, I can just I can just think I'm not in the office, I'm yeah. not doing anything. I can just think about work. So wait, real I feel quick, like I Colin just found rest. a different way of saying the word sleep. Yeah, yeah, I know. No, wait, hey, hold on. It's what we need. God spent a whole day doing that, you know? Hey. Okay, so we wait, we believe in accountability here on the podcast. So Colin, when's your Sabbath? Mondays. Mondays. Okay, so next student leadership podcast we're getting on after a week, and we're going to okay. ask, did you take Monday off? Because that's go. accountability. Let's right? go. Yeah. To, okay, I'll remember. I'll why, why are you pitching right now? Yeah, I love you. I love you. <laughs> All right, friends. This has been an amazing episode. Great overtime episode. Thanks for joining us on the student leadership podcast. If you want to give us a shout out, hit us up at Lead the Generation. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear your questions. Thanks for being a part of the kickoff overtime season three. Thank you.